we're going to the movies. We're gonna see Prognosis Negative. I can't. I gotta get this Ellen out of my life. You're breaking up? <laughs> oh, yeah! The sooner the better! I can't wait to do it. You know how there's some people you worry about whether you're gonna hurt their feelings? With her, I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to get it on video, watch it in slow motion, and freeze frame it. Oh, yeah! I don't know how you lasted as long as you did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't like her? If you could see her personality, it would be like one of the Elephant Man exhibits, you know? Where they pull off the sheet and everyone gasps. I can't believe someone hasn't killed her yet. Well, how come you never said anything? You can't tell someone how you feel about their girlfriend until after they stop seeing them. I tell you! You. I'm talking about people! July 3rd, 2016. You know what I was thinking? Go on. <laughs> how <laughs> we just laugh at the same jokes all the time, and that's how it's going to be until we die. Welcome to TWIP, as I said. <laughs> By the way, hi, folks. <laughs> so glad you're with us. Life is a series of laughing at the same lame gags, and then you die. Yeah. Happy summer. Pretty much. Y'all. <laughs> it's summer. We're Enjoy so it. cheerful and yep. uplifting around Probably here. Probably don't have many of those left. Oh, God. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, It's like seasonal affect disorder, but <laughs> right. in summer. In summer. Summer edition. You're like, God, everyone's so cheery. I can't take That's it. That's right. going to bring them down a peg. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was going to be your light and breezy <laughs> summer twip, but... It's definitely light and breezy. Well, it's not breezy or light now. You brought it all down. You cast this pall across the whole proceeding. Well, the air conditioning is on. What? What does that have to do with anything? Breezy. She hasn't even been drinking, folks. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Why don't you go to the post-it? Look to the post-it! Well, there's not much on the post-it, which should we were going to have a light and breezy episode, but All now right. I feel like I have to contemplate life and its meaning in my existence. No, well, you know, maybe we should just add some relaxing sound effects, like waves and some seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> See, there we go. We're stealing jokes from The Simpsons. Yes, we are. You laugh at the same jokes, and then you die. Yep. We've just proved our point. Yeah. We're depressing everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How about some uplifting news? Uh, sure. Let's do that for a change. <laughs> uh... Can you not read the post? <laughs> One of them is... What did I say? Oh! Okay, no. <laughs> we don't have any uplifting news. That's oh. the sad part. Well, then you should have written it on the lower half of the post-it. A few weeks ago, the final episode of Archer and Armstrong, the Michelangelo Code, was released. Yay! For success! Right, but... Like, we did it! Right, and I hope that you have enjoyed it, um, if you've heard it. And if you haven't, you should go get it. They're all, all four are still up on iTunes, Amazon, and Audible. And we know there are people out there. Who have not yet enjoyed it. We know you're out there. That's very true. So you better get it now. And relatedly, we know that there are many of you who have enjoyed it, but you haven't left a review. <gasps> because we have Scandal. precious few of those. And as we have mentioned multiple times, they're really important. Yeah, reviews are like how people find you. They're really important for all of our regular shows and especially for Archer and Armstrong and uh, Phantom Canyon. So please, please stop by wherever you got it, Amazon, 
or iTunes or Audible and leave a review for the shows. We would appreciate it so much. It helps so much more than you know. And it, it doesn't have yeah, to be no, long. really. It takes you like really? 30 seconds tops. You log in, you click the star, whatever your star rating is. I suggest five, but you know, that's me. And then you write a, a level sentence about something you enjoyed or whatever. And then that's it. It doesn't have to be this long, you know, treatise or, or what have you. I think it's rather ironic, honestly. What? Because it's like, remember back in the days when only a few smart people were on the internet and then everyone was on the internet and then Facebook was like, let's do a complicated algorithm so you won't see anything you want unless people like it or comment on it. And that's what iTunes does. And that's why you have to review it. True. <laughs> uh, I don't know why we needed the whole history lesson, but thank you. I just thought, you. you know, we're like technology people. We've been on the internet for a long time. And yet now it's turned on us like a pack of rabid dogs. Well, the pendulums out there can turn it all around. That's right. With like 30 a pendulum. Seconds, 30 seconds of your time, you can swing it the other way. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now it's uplifting. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but I did want to mention that we do have a bit of a surprise <gasps> coming up. should be Ow. later this month in July. Uh, related to Archer and Armstrong. We're not announcing a new Valiant project or anything like that. Uh, we're still talking with Valiant about that stuff. And of course, as soon as we have news, you'll know. But we do have something coming up that we're not going to tell you about now. But by the time August is out, we should be able to tell you all about that. August is here, I should say. Not it, out. It's, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, is it here? It's July. Well, oh, it's, yeah. This okay. is the July twip. Yeah, but then you said August and... Right, which is the next twip. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Archer and Armstrong, really great. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, again, you know, we've said it a bunch of times, but thanks so much to Valiant for coming to us with this project and letting us, uh, you know, put our creativity into it. And we had a blast and it's been really awesome. And I hope you've loved it. And check it out, and there's a surprise coming. Okay, and reviews, really important for all of our shows, especially Archer and Armstrong. So leave those, leave those, leave those. Please, 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 please. We need your help. And the final thing, Seminar could use some scripts. Yeah, we got some slots. <laughs> so uh, we have gotten some in, though. I'm sorry. And I'm not a few really are sorry. in the editing process right now. And we're right now filling up the episode that will air in February of 2017. Why do you have to say it like that? That makes it sound like we don't need them. We do need them, but we just work with a far lead time for our shows and, and a far uh, lead production time and everything for recording and mixing. We and, have long production cycles. Right, and seminars every other month. So what I'm saying is that if you, right now, submit a script and we get it in soon, in less than a year it'll be out and you know, in the first quarter of 2017. You're not selling this well. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is the longer you wait, the even further back it's going to get pushed because if we get a bunch more and more episodes fill up, the wait's going to be even longer till it airs. So you want to get those scripts in ASAP. So let's put it this way. If you're thinking you might make a New Year's resolution to get in seminar. Now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> like a half-year resolution. That's right, definitely. We just passed the halfway mark, right. so this is the time. This is it. And it needs to be seminar scripts. And you need to go to PendantAudio.com slash shows slash seminar. Look up the guidelines if you've never submitted before. Or if you have, we still want more submissions from you. And uh, get some scripts in. We're waiting for them. Let's get going. Let's go! Oh, and also, while we're talking about you uh, 
uh, submitting things to us. Yes. Still taking questions for Active Radio, Active Radio. Oh, yes, we are. Now, we've got a question in for Episode 8, and the season ends at Episode 10, so there's only two spots left for two episodes worth of uh, Season 1. If you want to get into Season 1, you need to get your questions in soon. So you can email host at activeradioactiveradio.com or tweet to Mountaintop Stud and include the words okay to air so we know it's all set, and then you might be in Season 1. You might even make it into the finale. Ooh. Oh, yeah. These are the... Yeah, that's coming up. Ooh. And you don't want to miss the finale because it's going to blow your mind. Ooh. We've got some cool stuff planned. You're going to love it. From Wilmington, North Carolina, we have Blake Howard on the line. Hello, Blake. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going pretty well. Uh, you know, it's nice uh, summer weather here at the beach, but uh, so I can't complain about that. Nice, the beach. Now, as I recall, some years ago, Wilmington was not hit, was hit not by one, not by two, but three hurricanes. Yeah, it's the the story of our uh, story of our existence, basically. Um, but you know, we we've thankfully been uh, been spared the worst of uh, some of the really bad ones that have come by in the past couple of years. But um, but yeah, there was a time when you know the the city was basically devastated. Yeah, I think I was living in Charlotte at the time, so I yeah. was kind of keyed into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, glad you're dry. Yes, yes, we're, we're quite dry. It was a little rainy today, but, you know, uh, not nothing too uh, too severe. Nothing like a Cat 5 coming by or anything. No, of course not. Right. right. <laughs> so um, folks are very interested in hearing uh, from you uh, with the new, well, I guess episode four has has dropped before yeah. we started recording. So woohoo! A, right, right. a pendant production of our second uh, premiere level production but we'll get into that um right. so i have lots of questions for you um all right hopefully, well, hopefully you have i answers. have a lot of answers right yeah otherwise this is short and one-sided right so um, if not i'll just make them up on the spot and uh and we won't sure. know <laughs> so um let, let's talk a little bit about you um sure i i listened to your um production uh oh, yeah? interview a while back mm-hmm. and i think some of the questions are coming from from that um i think you talked about your funny voice or you have funny voices uh yeah somebody would like to know what your favorite funny voice is oh my gosh all right well now i'm i'm literally on the spot um okay happens (laughs) um i would say as as far as okay well well here's going to be my my uh my my inverted way of answering that question Mm -hmm. um other voice actors that i particularly enjoy um i am very you know fond of tom kenny i think he's very uh very very versatile in uh all of his in all of his works mm-hmm. um also um gosh and i i can't think of the individual's name now but he's you know he's a pretty uh seasoned actor mm-hmm. uh steven root Mm-hmm. uh voices a lot of characters on uh king of the hill stuff like that but uh but yeah as, as far as you know some of my my favorites that i find in there um i don't know uh andy circus also <sighs> great 
Great master yeah. of funny voices there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I will I will say I will I will go with that. Uh, those are some of my favorite funny voices to be heard mm-hmm. all around. Now, do you have any funny voices that you do? Okay, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get it right out there. Um, well, sheesh. And, and, you know, honestly, here is why I'm the worst person to ask about that. Like, if you ask me, I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are funny. Um, I do sketch comedy. There are certain... Uh, voices that I fall back on for certain characters that seem to get a laugh, uh, whether it's just a uh, kind of stone-headed teenager and stuff like that, but um, you know, or the very stereotypical North Carolina accent, but uh, you know, it depends. I I, I don't like to toot my own horn and say whether or not I consider them funny, but they get laughs here and there, so I would say, yeah, that you know, I've got a, I've got a few in the repertoire. And for um, Archer and Armstrong, you did, I uh, believe, some choking. Yes, yes, for, I did. Um, how, how did you pretend to be choked so well? Um, person follows, <laughs> follow that submitted this question follows with, I hope not by method acting. No, no, uh, <laughs> certainly not. Um, that though, that would have been a. Uh, an interesting tabloid piece. Not that I, you know, am, would be featured in any tabloids or anything. If uh, if any mishaps were to arise, but um, no, just a simple squeezing of the vocal cords, that sort of thing. You kind of get a Harvey Firestein sort of thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just something like that. No, uh, no, no physical contact made to the throat whatsoever. And uh, obviously, you know, you, you got to keep the instrument safe. So yes. any sort of method acting in that regard, nah, not so much. Um, it seems like you had fun playing him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Load of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe your approach to playing him? What, what made it so, so fun and how did you, how'd you draw? What did you draw on for that? Um, well, uh, a lot of what... You know, obviously, I I, I read the uh, I read the comic. Um, you know, mm-hmm. had to had to do that. There's obviously a lot that I did in that regard to sort of prepare. Um, aside from that, it was uh, was kind of looking at the character, and he's he's on the surface a bit of a stereotype in and of himself. So the best sort of way to that I approached that was to basically take uh, a lot of stock characters that have sort of filled the same role. Um, I think in the original interview I mentioned uh, Steve Newland from uh, from True Blood, mm-hmm. uh, sort of a plucky, you know, vanilla pudding uh, 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 reverend uh, right. preacher. Um, another sort of for his that was you know kind of the inspiration for his more public side but uh i also think i i outed myself as a uh, professional wrestling fan last <laughs> yes you did in that um you know his his darker side is is kind of unashamedly based in part from uh from the character of bray wyatt who you know, if if anybody out there is uh, is a current fan, they probably know who I'm talking about. But he's a uh, he's a he's a heel. He's a bad guy character, um, and his whole thing is is basically this Southern Gothic cult leader. <laughs> so and then I was like, okay, well, oh yeah, that guy. There we go. Yeah. So we'll we'll go with that. And 
basically just kind of mix them all uh, together with, you know, some of my own influences and whatnot and, and kind of came out with a nice little hodgepodge. But uh, you know, it's it's fun to play the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, being able to to really, you know, go all out with it. And and Archer and Armstrong in and of itself is is something that is very overt with its characters. Um, you're kind of allowed to be larger than life with them. I mean, I think, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in one of the the audition pieces that we received in regards to uh, characters like um, Armstrong was, you know, think the dude from uh, from Big Lebowski. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So so being able to really sort of draw from these sort of larger than life characters was 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 a lot of fun. Very cool. And and I just want to plug in here real quick that your uh, production journal, the Archer and Armstrong production journals, we do have a feed for that. Yeah. And which you can find by searching for all of our pendant stuff. Cause there's other good stuff too, but you are in uh, production journal number three. If people want to hear more about um, all of that. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out myself. I'm um, I haven't yet. I'm, I'm a terrible introvert uh you know believe it or not so i always get very uh nervous about listening to my own stuff i know how you feel it's it's always weird for me to hear the interviews after they've they've aired right i'm i'm gonna read this question um exactly as it was submitted ah fantastic all right i i can't reword this and do it justice okay Uh, what was it like for your first pendant role to be in a freaking Valiant Comics adaptation? And a freaking Valiant Comics adaptation is in all caps. Right. Um, really, really, really humbling. Um, in one regard, you know, I'd, I had done fan-based comic book audio drama adaptations um, you know, just sort of labor of love projects, uh, things like that. Um, so it wasn't new territory for me necessarily, mm-hmm. but sort of getting to work on an upgraded version of it and from and in an, in in an official capacity uh, was was very very humbling to me. It, I you know it was uh, something that I was very very pleased to be considered for. Um, and you know further to to even get a role just to be a part in it Mm. um you know i got thankfully uh immediately after uh being cast in it and doing some recording i was able to go to uh new york comic con uh met fred van lint and was was you know very very pleased to talk with him about the project cool Uh, got to speak to some of the other people from valiant who you know were we're all very excited to hear about what was going on. So, you know, that in and of itself was a, was a great experience as well. Oh, very, very cool. So um, moving off of Archer and Armstrong a little, a little bit. Sure. How did you first hear about Pendant? Um, well, my wife, Teeny Howard, is a, uh, is a comic writer uh, in and of herself. Um, at the time, I was and still am um, working with my own uh, audio drama uh, group uh, called Full Bleed, mm-hmm. um, and it was sort of in doing that that um, that my friend or that my friend, my wife, Teeny. Well, she's um, your friend too. I hope. Yes, yes, my, <laughs> the, the best of friends. But she mentioned, you know, my friend uh, Jeff does uh, audio dramas as well. Um, you and he should link up and talk shop at some point. And 
you know, again, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. I, uh, I always am sort of the most critical of people to look at my own work and, you know, seeing a lot of what Penn did, it was, yeah, I guess the word would be intimidating. I don't think that it, they're necessarily intimidating people. However, you know, to sort of look at it, see this sort of established group that has so many titles under their belt, a, a large cavalcade of actors working for them. And I myself, who am kind of just getting it off the ground, I've got a couple of productions under my belt at this point, but all the same, uh, nothing nothing that quite compared. I kind of uh, hesitated for a while until finally um, I kind of, you know, got a fire lit under my ass and saw that there was... Uh, <laughs> There was auditions going out for uh, Archer and Armstrong, so I submitted and uh, got some pretty wonderful feedback, uh, which you know was is always great to hear. But uh, in that, you know, we uh, I, I sent my thing in. They said they would let me know, we, and we just sort of continued talking from there. So, do you think you might be showing up in other pendant shows? I would certainly like to. Uh, you know, I, I think it's it's fifty percent. Uh, me and 50% uh, pendant uh, based on whatever, you know, they've got coming up, things like that. And, you know, time being what it is, but I would certainly like to, I'd love to, to be involved in more stuff. Awesome. Very cool. So with the, um, with your involvement in audio drama, do you do more than acting? Do you do uh, writing and directing or any of that sort of thing? Yeah, I would, I, I describe my position right now with Full Bleed as director slash producer slash actor, mm -hmm. uh, you know, wearing, wearing multiple hats. Um, thankfully, I've not, I, I have a very, very talented writer at my side. <laughs> uh, and the two works that we've done, uh, one is an original piece, award-winning piece, uh, written by my wife Teeny. Um, awesome. That I was that was originally a short story that I was able to dramatize. Um, I guess I did write the the scripted adaptation to it, uh, and then the other uh, was an adaptation she wrote from a uh, science fiction short story called The Cold Equations. Um, so, ooh, I like the title. Yeah, yeah, very very interesting stuff. Very good stuff. Hard hard science fiction, just how I like it. But. Um, I was able to sort of um, lend my skills more to the mixing of audio, uh, recording, directing other um, actors. Uh, I thankfully living in Wilmington, it's a very artistic town. Mm -hmm. uh, our community, our theater community, is uh, is pretty thriving. Um, so thankfully, I was I have a lot of uh, contacts here that I was able to work with. Um, but, you know, that being said, um, very, very talented stage actors don't necessarily intuit to voice acting. Mm -hmm. um, and again, you know, they, they did wonderfully with that. So I, I sort of got my first experience with having to direct, um, which was a lot, uh, a lot more technical than I thought. You know, when you're directing for theater, you can give out the blocking. And if you have a seasoned actor they know things like, okay, don't pick at your clothes, don't shift nervously on your feet, uh, project, things right. like that. And you can kind of just worry about subtext, blocking, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. With voice acting, because not everybody tries it, and even people who do a lot of on-stage acting and even a lot of on-screen acting don't necessarily get behind the microphone very often. Right. So, you know, there's sort of a... 
a crash test 101 uh or crash course rather uh sort of diatribe you have to get go through you know in order to to tell people just proper you know microphone placement how far away to stand uh you know watching your p's and your s's uh things like that in addition to uh worrying about subtext thankfully we don't have to worry about blocking because it's all voiceover but uh but all the same you should do a class <laughs> well well i I'm, i don't know if i'd necessarily be the most qualified just yet but maybe eventually so you and um your wife know about seminar right if you guys do writing of, of short stories and, and and such and adapt them to audio drama you know we do have our anthology show just yeah, saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got you well uh yeah we will um we'll send some stuff along i don't know if uh I don't know how much is, you know, I, I have a a pre-produced thing, and obviously I, I don't know how much of it would be done solely. Is it is it solely that you're looking for written material, or would you take a submission of a completed work? I have not, me personally, I have not heard of a completed one come in, but I would refer you to Jeffrey to talk about the stuff you've got and, you know, that sort of thing. But right. Jeffrey has now heard that you direct. You might be hearing from him. <laughs> Interesting. Just saying. All right. Well, you know, I'd I'd love to uh I'd love to work in any capacity with Jeff again. So have you had a chance to listen to a bunch of the pendant shows yet? Um, aside from Archer and Armstrong, I have not. Uh you know, again, um time being what it is, I I haven't had too much time to work uh even on my own stuff. Mm. Which is unfortunate, you know, uh <laughs> You know, bills have to be paid, things like that. Yeah, uh, stupid bills. <laughs> right, which is unfortunate. But um, but uh, if I were to, what would you say would be the would be my uh, my best choice? Um, I'm laughing because um, I have made no secret that um, Genesis Avalon has always been my favorite show at Pendant. What is that, Genesis of Avalon? Genesis Avalon. Mm -hmm. Genesis Avalon. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, Cat give me Pride a quick show. little. Back in the day, give me a little uh, a little summary of that, a teaser, if you will. Genesis Avalon, I describe to everybody that I tell it to about it to, mm -hmm. as a superhero story with strong female characters, mm -hmm. steeped in Judeo-Christian, Celtic, and Egyptian mythology. Oh, very and interesting. All that mashed up works really well. I imagine that it would. Um, and you know, I'm a a huge nerd when it comes to arthurian legend which it seems like it's got a little bit in spades you have uh, 50 episodes of awesomeness all right well yeah i got it pulled up right now i will, <laughs> get, uh, I will go ahead and start that now you're welcome cat <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit more about full bleed yeah um at the moment um we are in a phase of of drafting up new material uh -huh. um what as I mentioned earlier, I sort of started it merely as a a fan project, um, doing narrations and and audio drama adaptations of um of graphic novels. Um, we worked a little bit on um doing uh Batman the Long Halloween. Uh, mm -hmm. again, you know, purely just uh just as a fan work, um, mm -hmm. which you know was was a lot of fun to work on. Um, it was at the time me and two other individuals both of whom female so i was doing all of the male voices <laughs> um which while um 
interesting, and I and I enjoyed being able to show a bit of diversity there. Um, it was exhausting. Oh, uh, sure. Right. So um, once we sort of cut our teeth on on that, uh, I shifted it over to wanting to do original works. Um, in which case, we started our anthology series called the Midnight Digest, which is. Um, sort of a Twilight Zone, uh, Outer Limits um, anthology series. Every episode is its own standalone show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was started um, earlier this year. We've got two out at the moment. As I mentioned, there was uh, there's Dogside, mm-hmm. uh, which was the the original piece that my wife wrote, um, and then the Cold Equations. The first one is uh, is a Per, uh, a personal horror slash body horror uh, uh, tale about a uh, a young lady who works a thankless job. She's uh, she's uh, working fast food at a fast food joint, uh, doing the drive through things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one moment that the one thing she is thankful for is that up until very recently, she's been able to get um, several days off a month when that time of the month comes around. Now, for her, that time of the month happens to be the full moon, which <laughs> happens to be a werewolf. Sure. Um, but then you get a problem with the new manager coming in, won't let people out without a doctor's note, and uh, you're stuck with the situation that, you know, with today's economy, can you just leave this job, or do you, you know, pop a couple of Tylenols and uh, hope for the best. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was a that was a very fun thing to uh, to work on. Shamans or doctors she could get a note <laughs> from a shaman. I'm just right. I don't. Think I'm a solutions guy. Insurance, unfortunately. <laughs> that sounds very cool. And then, of course, the uh, the second um, episode, the the cold equations, um, which is based off of a science fiction short story. Uh, written by Tom Godwin, um, and it is essentially about a uh, an, an outer space uh, pilot cargo carrier, uh, sort of a blue collar fellow um, who is taking a supply of medicine to a, a planet that is uh, beset upon by a plague. Uh, when unfortunately he finds out that there is a stowaway on board, the cold equations, as the title mentions. Uh, rules out that they are carrying too much weight for them to be able to make it to their destination. So something, uh, unfortunately, has to be jettisoned. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So uh, so those are the two that we've uh, we've got out at the moment. We're currently writing some more. We hope to have uh, another two, maybe three out uh, by the by the fall. But uh, yeah, it all depends on how that time thing works out. Awesome. Do you have any other projects or anything going on that you want to promote while while we're here? Uh, well, that is the main one, um, okay. basically. You know, aside from that, I'm involved in a few local productions here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, unless um, any devoted fans wish to <laughs> wish to make the trek down here, uh, I would say your best bet uh, if you want to see more of what I'm up to would be to uh, check out Full Bleed. Okay, very cool. All right, so now. We move into the time of bullet questions. All right. Ready? Ready. Favorite Muppet? Kermit. Awesome. Favorite pizza topping? Uh, banana peppers. Hmm. Marvel movie? Um, hmm. Winter Soldier. DC movie. Gotta give equal time. Okay. Uh, Batman, 1989. 
Ooh, interesting. Okay, very cool. Are you uh, reachable on social media? I sure am. I'm available on Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And how do people find you in those Uh, places? Yes, on Twitter, I am findable at at shoulder, as in the body part, O as in the letter, and palace, P-A-L-L-A-S, as in the Greek goddess. Um, So it's very easy up until the end. Shoulder O palace. Yep. All right. And on Facebook? On Facebook, I believe I'm just Blake Howard. Okay, I've got to ask, where did the Twitter name come from? Uh, Watchmen, actually. Um, the mm. the Alan Moore graphic novel, there mm-hmm. is a subsection in there written by uh, Dan Dryberg, character Night Owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an, an essay about owls, essentially. Um, and the final chapter of it is uh, it's something along the lines of, you know, blood... Um, perched upon the shoulder of palace and uh while i'm not necessarily the biggest owl fan i am a very big greek mythology fan sure and uh, and and palace athena uh, Mm -hmm. is happens to be my favorite of the olympian deities very cool awesome well people can find me on twitter at jg underscore qa and on facebook www.facebook.com slash j-o-r-d-a-n dot g-o-t-t-l-i-e-b dot five zero three six Blake, thank you so very much. Well, thank you for having me. And I want to give a quick shout out to one of our directors, Landon Bell. Right when we started, you couldn't hear anything from me. No, indeed not. And uh, got him on Skype, and he was kind enough to help me get that all working again so we could do this. Fantastic. Awesome. So thank you once again. All right, and thank you. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Cheers. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, July 6th, Kingery, Season 8, Episode 9. Yes. Tommy, it's so good to see you. Take a seat. Next time on The Kingery. Should I just ask you what game you're playing now? Because I'm frankly tired of all this. Tommy, I've been given a great blessing. A chance to spread Gorlock's word to others who will hear it, so that they can also see that he provides when those are willing to accept his love. What's so wrong with that? You're not seriously asking me that, are you? Really? You can download any symphony you want and know exactly how it is while we're talking right now. I can know the note sound, but I've no idea how it makes an individual feel. Uh, feel? If I'm out of play, should the subtext cause distress, tension? Or is it rather that there is an underlying connection between two characters? You know, what you're describing could commonly be referred to as love. Haven't you seen that new church they set up? The, uh, Church of Gorla College. I didn't peg you for that. People flocked religion for a reason. The right kind of message is the one that doesn't hurt people. Can give people hope and purpose. Only at PendantAudio.com I'll have Soph bring you two boys another round of drinks. Coming out Wednesday, July 13th, Sonnets 10, The Pendant Shakespeare. This is my kind of day. So peaceful. 
music to hear. Why hears that music sadly? Oh no, not you again. Get out! Go away, please! Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. So, that's how it's gonna be? Fine. If you won't have an ounce of consideration for my mental well-being, then I quit. Q-U-I-T, quit. I never like being an announcer anyways. So oft have I invoked thee for my muse and found such fair assistance in my verse, as every alien pen hath got my use and under thee their posy disperse. Wait, was, was that an admission of guilt? Maybe I really am going crazy. Or maybe we're about to turn over a new leaf. Yes, once the script's finished, then I'm free. <laughs> I win. Sir? Are you okay? Be there when the Sonnets Part 10 premieres only at PendantAudio.com. Booyah! Sir? Huh? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, just... Sorry there, I'm just brushing up on my acting skills. Ah. Well, good luck with the acting. Thanks. I'll be needing all the good luck I can muster. Coming out Monday, July 25th, Active Radioactive Radio, Episode 5. Hello, hello, Audio Apocalyptica. This is Johnny Franks on Active Radioactive Radio. For the intrepid entrepreneur collecting piles of garbage in the hopes of trading it all for just one more can of Kite Elegante. Just one more can, because you can quit anytime you want to. Coming to you live from my mountaintop bunker with my own supremely intelligent opinions on the world at large. And the world that's small, because Johnny's no sizest. Now Johnny, I hear you say, Johnny, how can an opinion be intelligent? A person can be, but an opinion is a thought, a notion, a floating bit of gossamer trapped in an eternal zephyr. And let me just say that Johnny's impressed with your voluminous vocabulary. But when you've got a man, and not just any man, but this man, Mr. Johnnington Franks, the 13th Esquire of such monumental perception and acumen, why, even his opinions shine with the aptitude of ingenuity. Also, I may have found a thesaurus in the, uh, underbuilding. Sure. La la la, the show is almost done. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's all. We're done. Yeah. It was going to be light and breezy. Then we depressed you, but then hopefully we brought you back up. We did. We, we, we lifted you out of the darkness and into the light. That, that's good, yeah. It's all right. Because we're, we're, we're goddamn heroes. No. We're I, twip heroes. I'm editing that out. Ha ha ha. You don't edit anything out of this Shh. show. Putting the mystery. Oh. Maybe I'll go back and edit it out, and, and, but I'll leave in the part where we talk about we'll edit it out and no one will know what was said. Yeah, that'll that'll be really funny. Well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> People are going to be yelling at me on Twitter after this saying it wasn't funny and Susan was right. What? No. So they'll be saying I was right and it was funny. Basically, whatever happens, it's Jeffrey's fault. <laughs> Well, that means if it's good, it's 
I get the accolades. Be sure to... Let's move along. Why don't you move it along? No. Oh, no, you want to go ahead. I don't know that. No. Oh, the I, words. you should by now. Go ahead. No. You don't know the words. You're so mean. Oh, I mean. You're mean. You blame it. Go ahead. No. No, oh, maybe you shouldn't rush my genius. Be sure to stop by the website at penandaudio.com. Aha. And? Uh, I forgot which ones you took away. The Yahoo group. At groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. The Facebook page. At facebook.com slash... Pendant audio. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The Twitter feed. At pendant web. Yes. The Tumblr. At uh, pendantaudio.tumblr.com. Yes! And I guess we should probably throw the YouTube in here. Oh. Which I think is youtube.com slash pendant productions. But uh, I don't remember, so maybe I'll look that up for the next yeah, one. Yeah. Don't But don't you know, go. in case we forgot to mention, we're still putting some shows up on YouTube if you want to stream them that way. You can go do that, so that's cool. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah so we'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. Well, you know that part pretty well. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. I think I shook the mic when I did that. I hope I didn't get all kinds of bumpy mic noises. I see a little bit of bumpiness there. Hmm. What do you know? I know what I can see. More mic bumps? Maybe that'll make it better if it seems intentional. You're a punk. Do I get a cool mohawk? I could give you one. Very well, I accept. Begin. You scared me. <laughs> that was bombastic. That's the only way I know how to be. Okay. Yeah, we got some slots.